Your Maker is Your Husband by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor Conceived in the mind of God, created through the Word, let us make man in our image. Adam and Eve were quite comfortable with what we know as the supernatural. They conversed with God, saw and spoke with angels. They were spirit beings created in God's image that had souls, lived in perfect bodies, and knew no evil. Their hearts were filled with love, like their fathers. Minds were connected to the Lord, and His knowledge was the database their lives were shaped around. With spiritual law apparent, they were in perfect order with them, and therefore never at odds with the physical laws erected to complement, not contradict each other. Unbroken, always obeyed, the laws shielded them from any and all harm, as the laws are backed by God's sovereignty and His oath. His promise to perform that which He has spoken. They woke up every morning to a perfect day and fell asleep at night in a calm, serene, peaceful earth. Psalm 115, verse 16 The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's, but the earth He has given to the children of men. The earth along with all God's gifts, is a manifestation of His love and good will towards creation. Their lives were filled with success. Whatever plans they had, whatever they wished to achieve each day, would have a perfect level of perfection, because it was already perfectly calculated and accomplished by the Father Himself. All they had to do was seek His advice, follow His recommendations concerning their endeavors for absolutely flawless results. Their works were therefore conducive to the welfare or benefit of all creation. With their health, well-being, and contentment in mind always. Adam and Eve had been given dominion made responsible for the security and happiness of earth and all on it. They were created competent and gifted, well qualified to meet their responsibility. The earth and all of its inhabitants were in perfect harmony with the whole universe. Nothing was out of order. All was in alignment with God's will. Everything operated faultlessly and flawless. At this point, there was no division between what is known as the supernatural and the natural. Again, it was all a part of the whole universe. There was no time hovering over the life of creation. They were immortal creatures. Now here is something man must understand. This glorious life handed to Adam and Eve is still the heritage of those that are born again through the Word, Christ. It is there for Abraham's seed and all born through him. Galatians chapter 3, verses 27 and verse 29. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, and if you are Christ's, 
then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Here's another fact. Luke chapter 12, verse 32. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So if the baptized are heirs through Jesus and Father wants us to have the kingdom, then why are we not restored, walking in victory? Jesus disarmed the enemy and overcame the world as planned by God before the foundation of the earth. Yet man is in bondage to time, the enemy, and to the world's systems. Why? Galatians chapter 4 verse 1 clues us. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all. Not mature enough, not enough of God's knowledge, perhaps still do our own works rather than his. You see, many people in the world's religions cannot mature. There are some still under the bondage of the law of Moses, while others in the world's church are taught there is no law at all, except the laws of the land, that they are encouraged to abide by. God's truth, His knowledge, will dispel these and all other lies, thus allowing His people to grow, enter into His rest, and be set free. Here is a huge problem, though. There is a horrible evil vine wrapped around humanity that veils the truth, hides their identity and rights as children of God, and keeps them slaves to the world's systems. It hides the fact Jesus fulfilled all the requirements of Jubilee to set man free, return them to their father, and give them back their legal rights to the earth and all on it. There is a huge root at the base of this vine. That root is the knowledge of the enemy, chosen by Adam and Eve in lieu of the knowledge of God. Their first taste of it completely changed man's existence. The planter of this vine, the father and guardian of it is Satan. His knowledge has created this world we live in and is the underlying root of our culture, society, and defeat. It has shaped man's character. His mental and moral qualities are now offshoots of that root. Once the image of God, mankind now resembled the planter. In Ezekiel chapter 28, God was speaking to the king of Tyre, but he was really addressing Satan who was in him, the evil spirit that possessed him. Let us see where humanity is much the same. Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 12 through 19. Son of man, take up a lamentation, weeping or grieving, for the king of Tyre. Satan dwelled in him, worked through him, and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Does this not sound like Adam and Eve? 
You were in Eden, the garden of God. It was the home given to the first pair. Every precious stone was your covering, the sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. They were there in the garden to be used, however man chose. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. Satan was heaven's chief musician, but man too has vocal cords, windpipes, with which to praise the Lord. You were the anointed cherub who covers. Satan was responsible for helping protect God's creation on earth. Adam and Eve were given dominion, responsibility for the welfare of creation. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. Satan was to guard from the supernatural the activities on earth. Adam and Eve were God's government over the planet. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. They were meant to exist in harmony. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you, just like Eve. By the abundance of your trading, mankind, because of the enemy's influence, also has amassed fortunes, while others live in total poverty. You became filled with violence within. Competition results in murder, wars, and you sinned. Death was brought to earth's creation. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God. Satan disobeyed God, was no longer in a place of honor. God's pure government was discontinued with Saul being placed in office. And I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. The sword holds man from the garden. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Satan is an angel of light. Babylon, false religion with its beautiful vestments, elegant edifices. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. This is the wisdom Eve chose. Now it is the wisdom of the world. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. The enemy and all that follow him have already been destroyed in the supernatural. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities. Look at the abominations in the world's church. By the iniquity of your trading, churches are a big business. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. Your own are your destruction. It devoured you. He reaps punishment for the sins of his protege. And I turned you to ashes upon the earth. The fire of truth burns them. In the sight of all who saw you, those with the insight to see and understand, all who knew you among the peoples, those who bring homage to Satan or carry out his plan, are astonished at you that he is really just a defeated creature. You have become a horror, bristle with anger, fear, and shall be no more forever. 
forever destroyed. Can you see how a large portion of mankind have become the image of the one God was speaking to in the above scripture? Satan's knowledge became twisted. He was carried off with his beauty and wisdom. Pride entered him. Many have followed in his footsteps, and this knowledge, thanks to Eve, corrupts man today as well. She actually chose the wisdom of this angel over the word of God. Her husband could have refused to accept her offer, but no, he too chose the knowledge of Satan over that of his Creator. There is a greater husband, however, that turned it all around, gives man a second opportunity to choose correctly. He is the Word of God. He is the Savior of His bride, the last Adam. His name is Jesus, Yeshua. Hosea chapter 2 verses 16 through 20 prophesies of this time. And it shall be in that day, says the Lord, that you will call me my husband. Not just call him husband, but see it, believe it, and walk accordingly. And no longer call me my master. He is talking to born-again Israel, set aside, the remnant out of the remnant, by the tithe Abraham gave to Melchizedek, and repossessed by the blood of Christ. For I will take from her mouth the names of the Baals, and they shall be remembered by their name no more. They will be separated from the world by rebirth. In that day I will make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field, with the birds of the air, and with the creeping things of the ground. All creation will be restored." Bow and sword of battle I will shatter from the earth. No more pain or sorrow to make them lie down safely. They war no more on his holy mountain. There will be safety, shelter, and peace. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and justice, in loving kindness and mercy through the blood covenant of the Lamb. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, and you shall know the Lord. When mankind sees this, understands and believes it, God's plan for restoration will appear, and the groom will be established in his rightful place. Satan lost his quest to become God to creation at the death and resurrection of Christ. This, too, will become very apparent soon. This world he has constructed through his evil, underhanded plans and schemes will disintegrate into ashes. All that will remain will be God's works carried out by his born-again covenant people. It is already accomplished, already done. In John Chapter 16, verse 11, it says, Of judgment because of the ruler of this world, Satan is judged. 
not will be, but is. As discussed in previous blasts, all things were done, and then God rested. Within His rest lies God's plan for restoration of creation and destruction of the enemy. Jesus fulfilled His part in Father's plan by giving His life for the redemption of creation. He made a perfect walk for it, sinless, guileless. It covered every mistake those trying to make the walk with God would make. He died to pay for humanity's sin with His own blood, took mankind's punishment of death on Himself, releasing mankind from it. He was beaten for our health, in fact, for the illnesses of all creation. In other words, He jubilated creation, returning them to the Father, their rightful owner, and all they had lost. The earth and all on it has been given back to man. Isn't that awesomely amazing? All is accomplished by our greater husband. It was already done, finished before the earth was formed, before God rested. He loyally walked it out, manifested it to earth. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. As man enters into that rest, giving up his works to carry out or make evident God's, the plan continues to emerge to the natural to bring forth the kingdom with its renewal, peace, perfection, his victory. John chapter 16 verse 33 These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. 1 John chapter 3 verse 8 He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested to this realm that he might destroy the works of the devil. Our husband overcame the world. Our husband overcame the world. Adam obediently built at the bidding of Satan. He, in fact, overturned all Satan's works and accomplishments. Adam and Eve chose to know good and evil. Therefore, subjecting themselves to this natural realm Satan confiscated, becoming ensnared in it through the lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Without their spirit to connect them to God, they were soulishly connected or linked to Satan's world. Our husband set us free of the world's evil thinking, made a way for our spirits to seek good and commune with the supernatural as in the beginning. Hebrews chapter 2 verses 14 and 15 Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of the flesh and blood, he, Jesus, himself, 
likewise shared in the same. The Word, God's knowledge, was seated in the womb of Mary, that He would be born a man like us, that through death He might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Our husband gives us back our immortality. Adam left a heritage of death to all his descendants. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 21 and 22 For since by man came death, Adam, by man also came the resurrection of the dead, Jesus. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But again, to live forever, humanity must be born again, enter into our husband's blood covenant, and become one with him. We, as his bride, his helpmate, will implement his plan of restoration, of creation, from within his rest. He meant for it to be easy, as he has won the battle already. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15 Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Oh, wow! This is our champion, our greater husband. Through him, all will be made new. Through him, we will once again be able to audibly hear from God, talk to angels as did the original pair. Through him, our minds and hearts will be washed clean from the world's knowledge and be replaced by the law of God and His wisdom, producing pure love like that of the Father. Once again, because of Him, we will be restored to God's image. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 49 And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, Adam, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man, Jesus. Closing Thoughts The supernatural and the earthly realm will once again become a part of the whole universe. It will be in order, in harmony, giving creation perfect tomorrows, perfect peace, as before the fall of man, all because of Him, the Greater Husband. The knowledge of God will once again cover the earth, dispelling evil thoughts, circumventing poverty, overcoming sickness, pain, and sorrow, changing creation from the corrupted to the incorruptible, from being mortal to immortality. It is already done. God's promises are sure. Satan wanted to be like God. Sorry, that position is filled. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 5 says it beautifully. For your maker is your husband, 
The Lord of hosts is his name, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth.